Ever since the airlock had opened, the sensation was there. Maybe it was earlier, maybe it had been since they'd set out for that unidentified body out there in the black, before things had started to break, before Unity had abandoned them and they'd lost control and fallen into helplessness. It was alive out there. She wondered if she'd always known that in a way. It was looking at her. It was looking and watching, and it could see them all, and it was coming. They were already there. Its tiny arms and legs, tiny but huge, but tiny compared to that unimaginable, undifferentiated, all-consuming nothing that waited out there, pulsing in the dark. She couldn't lock the doors. Why had Unity opened all the doors? She had a gun. She was no fighter, but she'd secured a big damn gun. And if those crabs... She didn't know. She couldn't fight them all. She couldn't even fight one. And dragging it scraped on the floor had made a horrible noise. And they would hear her, and they would find her, and that eye. They could find her. There was no defense, nowhere to go, no way to hide. Hide? Maybe. She was no fighter. She had a very big gun. She couldn't carry it forever. Couldn't kill all of those things. Kill the crew, infected as they were by whatever it was. She could hide, and she could wait, and she could hope it happened fast. She knew where to drag that big damn gun. She knew where to hide and wait for the horrible alien creatures to come and find her. Wait for that eternal, unblinking eye and its godforsaken hundred to turn on her. They never should have come out here. Never should have left Andrafa. All that was left was to wait. This is Pot Against the Machine. You can take away my spaceship. You can take away my space suit. You can even take away my space lasers. But you can never, ever, take away my space game. back to Pot Against the Machine in Space, the only Starfinder actual play that bursts out of the adorable oversized eyes of a Pathfinder actual play podcast and bites your face. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Spy. Hello. Splow. Let's see, last time on the program, no time has definitely passed once more, the party talked a little bit with the one conscious uh, crewmate from the custodial staff of the World Alt who discovered there had been some sort of invaders who were like worms or maybe like big crabs or maybe like both. 
or possibly like separate things. And then they decided that the best way to help these people was to get them up to the medical bay or down to the medical bay, depending on what shape the ship is, who can say. Uh, that was on the science deck. So the party went back to the elevator, uh, took it down to the science deck, and checked out and made sure they could have a clear path to the sick bay, grab some gurneys, brought them back up, brought all the people back down, and then opened up the actual medical lab where they found autodocs, which weirdly kind of freaked out the more biological members of the party. Um, Tetros, the android member of the party, saw that they were clearly being unreasonable and got two out of the four partially spombified crewmates uh, over in their treatment plan. So they are being worked on by the automatic doctoring machine, which seems to believe that it can clear things right up. After that, the party went north, checked out the biological lab, where it looked like people left in the middle of doing work. And um, then they went down and checked out a bathroom where somebody even left the hot water running, observed the just absurd number of toilets on this spaceship, or spoilets, I'm sorry, and then went north into the break room where they found an adorable little creature that proceeded to fascinate almost everybody except <laughs> once again Tetros. Um, after um, all the biological members of the party were just absolutely falling in love with this cute little blue ball of fuzz, it uh, burst forth out of its own skin into a horrible long-limbed uh, two-headed monstrosity and uh, tried to bite everybody's faces off. The party, of course, killed the thing eventually. And um, that's where we are now, in a break room with a dead, weird alien monster. Tetris would look at the QU without a boohoo, uh, long for a yoohoo, but settle for studying it in one... Uh, Quick, just to put together if somehow this thing is connected to the spombification or not. Like, does this, with its spittle and goopiness, does it look like. I mean, it didn't seem crab like or worm like, even with two heads, yeah? <laughs> um, it didn't seem crab like or worm like. Um, and the gray sort of goopiness that makes up its weird um, skin when it's not folded in on itself and looking cute uh, doesn't look all that much like the uh, more chartreuse goopiness that you've seen elsewhere in the place. Um, a closer inspection of this thing looks like it might have had the same infection that the crew has though as if something was also permeating its system despite its lack of need to eat or drink or breathe. Oh, which explains why I was hungry. Okay. Interesting. It doesn't appear that this creature was the source of what is affecting the crew, rather another of its victims, although I do not know how this QU got on board. Well, I mean, we have been spending the last decade touching down on every planet with habitable atmosphere and taking creatures up. Maybe it was in one of the labs or something on here and got loose when whatever happened happened? 
fiends plausible. Sly Cinder is pushing a little bit of the goop into a tube. Little QU Gutu, as it were. BB BBQU Gutu. I probably shouldn't eat the mucus, right? Probably not, but you never know. I mean, any port in a storm, I guess. Are you still hungry, too? Perhaps a bit peckish. Were you ever I have been hungry? starving since we got on this ship. Okay, right. Thank you. Well, more good tubes for us, then. So, it looks like we have to head back to the elevator. Well, th- there is a door over um, by where Kalexa's standing that leads out uh, into another hallway. We've only there. done half the floor, right? Here? Yeah. yeah you've only done the east oh. side of the floor. I didn't realize. Yeah, the mess, or the um, sick bay, rather, also had a set of doors uh, leading west that, and the um, biology lab had, had a set as well. I guess that's what I meant. I thought we had to go through the elevator to get to the west side of the floor. You can um, go so many realize. different ways. There's doors everywhere. So let's just, perhaps we go through the, yep, there you go. Look at you go. You're going through that door. You are a big, exploring, brave <laughs> space person. Well, the door west out of the break room leads into another hallway, which, you know, heading to the south would take you back to the elevator. Heading to the north would take you into a hallway that sort of wraps around the outside of this floor. And heading over to the other direction, which, you know, I know cardinal directions. I don't know why you'd even ask. uh, Leads into another one of the labs. I believe it's port. Yeah, excuse me, port. Will she check this door then? Yes. If we give a quick listen. I'm saying silent because I'm assuming that no matter what I rolled is, he's got a higher roll. <laughs> oh, no, just a uh, 21. 27. There we go. Well, um, Tetros can hear there's there's something moving in there. There's something moving in there, I hear it. Does it sound hostile in its movement? I would say there's nothing distinctly hostile about the <laughs> faint sounds of motion through the door. Is it listening to Brooke's stuff by the Biscuit on the other side <laughs> of the door? I just hear just the slightest bit of rap metal. <laughs> it's Careful, all about what he said, she said. Um... I, I appreciate that reference. So let's go get this little, this little new metal friend. Canonically, what CR is Fred Durst? (laughs) (laughs) Depends on which album you're talking about. Well, popping open this door reveals a sprawling chamber containing many desks, tables, and chairs, arrayed before a wide variety of delicate pieces of equipment and machinery. Dozens of tiny containers are arrayed here, filled with tinier amounts of liquids and powders, all carefully labeled with names that only mean anything to the most dedicated of specialists. Um, 
In this room, of course, are two more of the knee-high fuzzy blue creatures with adorable huge eyes perched there, staring out as you, at you as if pleading for something. Um, I do think that we should probably roll for initiative just right out the gate here. I also think that while you're rolling for initiative, you should also roll a will save. Which roll, so I'm going to count that as my initiative because he said initiative first. So, oh, um, that's going to be terrible. Let's see. Starting from the north, how about Tetros? Okay, initiative 23. And will save was a 22. Why does Tetros roll better than right, any character I play on this network? Tetros is an absolute juggernaut. He will never <laughs> die. Um, how about Kalexa? Uh, Kalexa got a 17 for her initiative and a 14 for her will save. DC 14, Kalexa is not fascinated. He finally lost by one last time. Dang. How about <laughs> Lysander? Lysander rolled a 13 for a 16 on initiative and a 9 for an 11 to fail their will save. <laughs> oh my goodness, but these ones are so cute. <laughs> these ones are totally different. Completely different. It's a whole new thing. So, um, and Farrell. Uh, 17 for the initiative and 20, dirty 20 for uh, the will save. All right. So this time only Lysander is um, fascinated. And um, Tetros is up first in the initiative. Oh, okay. Well, Tetros is going to try and stride his way around to the north of this table situation to get a clean shot and then take a single shot at a blue QU. Are they still in cute, like, facade form? They are still in adorable little okay. cutie form. Uh, then, yeah, Tetros will, will just sort of matter-of-factly state, we know you are QU and are trying to consume us for sport. Please simply allow us to execute you. It would expedite this adventure. But we're so cute. Ooh, 18 on the dice. That is going to come out to a 27 against KAC. Oh, that will hit. Uh, for six points of piercing damage. And these ones don't seem as beefy as the other one. It's as if they were, you know, more affected by their starvation. Um, QU number green is going to, as a move action, do the aforementioned splitting of skin and bursting of eyeballs and turn into its horrifying, ugly um, form. And it's going to shoot one of the spikes off of its face um, let's say it shoots it at Tetros, because Tetros is the aggressor here. The only one it knows isn't fascinated. That's a 17 versus KAC? No, sir. That's, that's mean. Thank you. It feels bad now. Alright, Feral, you are up. You are not fascinated. 
not fascinated. Or as always, in melee with a gun. <laughs> Don't even care about any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go after blue. And we're gonna go for the trick attack again because it's gonna it's gotta work one of these times. Although I guess I know that the CR is too high for this, so. Um that is a eighteen twenty. I don't think either of those matters. CR no. zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CR zero. Nope. Sorry. Hey. And that is a. I mean, you laugh, 11. but there are CR 0.5 creatures. <laughs> and plus seven, 18 to hit. Uh, 18 will hit. Oh, cool. And that is 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Blue gets a little crunched. Great. That's my turn. Or blue. All right, Kalexa. Uh, Kalexa is going to use a move action to calibrate her gun to blue. And then she is going to shoot it in its adorable face. So that is a 17 KAC. A 17 will not hit KAC. Uh, that will be her turn then. All right, Lysander, you are no longer fascinated because of the aggression. So uh, you're free to act. So he looks, you know, it's gone from like a dreamy expression to like looks taken aback and says, A2, Q, U, and then proceeds to say, Get that despicable deceiver. Make them pay. So get them. And I am also going to give an extra move action to Kalexa. All right, that'll take us to Blue. Um, Blue is standing in front of Lysander and Farrell, so it's going to make with the full attack first the bite on Farrell. That is a 21 to hit. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, I do need a fortitude save. Oh, right. That is a 16. All right, so that passes. So it is only nine piercing. And, um... Does a 23 beat your KAC plus 8? Yes. Wait. 19 plus Plus 8. 27. No, it doesn't. Then you were not grappled. The claw going for Lysander. uh, That is only an 11. I'm guessing that is a fail. Have not hit. Alright, top of round two, back around to Tetros. Uh, which one has to get him? Is that green or blue? Uh, it's blue, because blue is deceiving. Sweet. I was hoping you'd say that. 
Uh, let's do a whole pistol full attack, because it's fun. Yikes. One is definitely a miss. We won't worry about it. Uh, and the other is, I think, also a miss, because... Yeah, with the get him, that's only a 16 against Casey. So, uh, no pew pew, just QQ. End of turn. Alright. Well, um, I realized I screwed up last time and gave Blue an extra action because it needed a move action to change into its chompy form. But it only hit the one time anyway, so it's okay. Really. Lysander actually gave Blue an extra action instead of collapsing. That makes sense, because he loves it so much. He does. Um, <laughs> Green is going to step up, and it's going to shoot a spike at Kalexa. Uh That is a 27 to hit. Uh, wow, yeah. No, that hits by a decent amount. I do need a fortitude save. A 13. Uh, so it does the full complement of damage on you. That is 10 piercing. As it seems to know exactly where to hit you with spikes shooting out of its face. And that'll be feral. Alright, same thing. Here we go. should probably stop rolling with this dice. Hey, that's better. That's an 18 plus an 11 for... 29. Yeah. To Thank you. trick attack You've it. You successfully tricked it. Yes! I knew it would happen sooner <laughs> or later. Great. So that means I get a one, an extra... Oh, God. Is it 1d4? No, it can't be. We're level 5. This is... Wasn't prepared for this, clearly. That means I get an extra... Oh, 3d8? That's so many. Wow. I don't even have 3d8 out. So we're going to do roll a 3d6. No, 1d6 plus 8. Roll 1d6 plus 8. And then we're going to roll 3d8. And that's going to be... 21 points of bludgeoning and trick damage. Uh, blue looks like it's on its absolute last legs. That will be my turn. All right, Kalexa. Uh, Kalexa just got shot by green, uh, but blue is much worse. Uh, Though, you know what? Everybody else seems to be doing pretty good with blue. Uh, so, Kalexa is really going to get her money's worth out of this extra move action. And she is going to circle a bit around the table up here to the north so that she can be across from this thing and out of everybody else's way. Then use the second move action that she was granted by Lysander to switch the target of her... Uh, extra gun damage to green, and finally she is going to shoot it. Uh, that 
is a 14 on the die, so that is a 21 against 21 KAC. Alright, we get to add 5 to whatever I roll in this D10. Uh, so that is 11 points of damage, half sonic, half piercing. Alright. That'll take us to Lysander. Alright. Lysander is going to um, take a guarded step to the northwest and then point at green and say, and this one here is almost through. Um, so now we direct our fire at you. So get him on green. Um, and that's the turn. All right, well, blue is still alive because everyone was so merciful to it. So it's just gonna try to eat Feral with the chomp and the claw. Uh, first is a very bad roll. That is a 13 versus KAC. I'm guessing that misses. That does miss. And the claw is even worse, so it didn't also even lose its free lease on life. And now, Tetros. Alright, we'll take two shots at green. Uh, let's see if we can finish it off. Pew. Two misses. Carry on. Green's going to shoot back. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. It is a 43. That doesn't seem right. That doesn't. That doesn't no, it's, it's 33. Okay. I mean, it's still a hit, but, but for all this, they're li- they look weaker because they're starving. Yeah, 43. Uh, 33 um, Yeah. Uh, can I get a fortitude save? Mm, fine. Uh, it's not good, gang. That is an 11. Uh, but it would be a 13 if it's against disease or poison or sleep. It's not against either of those. So we're looking at 14 piercing damage as it hits Tetros in an important part with a spike. Ow. All right, Feral, you're up. You've got an almost dead, lovable, horrible beast in front of you. All right, let's see if we can take it out. Here we go. Oh, I thought it was a one, but it's a 20 to, uh, to trick attack it. So that's going to be a 20... No, 31. Sounds strict. Zoom, great. So I'm going to do the same thing I did last time. And we're just going to copy paste. Make it easy for myself. Oh, man, I got all excited, and that's just a seven. (laughs) That they are tricked. What's the total? Seven total. All of seven. Oh, wow. So, total of seven is not going to do it. Yeah, so never mind. Take all that back. They are not dead. So sad. All right. Kalexa, they're never going to die. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that. Uh, 
think that's a uh, thing that I don't have. Can't uh, fire twice as a thing without something special in this. I'm trying to think, right? Like as a full, you need. There's like a. You can just full attack with any weapon. You, you just can take a full minus attack. four. It's just a minus four. You can full attack with any weapon. Okay, I couldn't remember if you needed like a soldier thing or something for it to be a gun. Yeah. Uh, let me double check. I don't think it is because it's my one that I get for my thing. It's like a home-built gun. It's got a bunch of stuff. Not unwieldy. Okay, so Alexa is going to fire twice, and that is at a minus five, four. Okay. It's been a while since I've done Starfinder, and the last time I played a character, I had a lightsaber, not a gun. <laughs> what was so the total? That, the first shot is going to be a miss at an 11. And the second shot is going to also be a miss at an 11. Awesome. Ouch. Two eights in a row. So that will be her turn. All right. Uh, Lysander, they need you, Captain. I, I suppose so. So Lysander um, is going to use move action to draw his Ifrit class pistol um, and point and say sometimes the poet must put down the pen and fire uh, a shooty duty at this buddy right here that is an 18 uh, 18 hits Alrighty. Six plus two fire damage. Just four. Four. Is that enough? Which one were you shooting? Blue. Uh, blue is dead. It had one hit point left. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he uh, he brings it up to his lips and blows across the barrel. That <laughs> has no smoke. That's it. All right, and possibly the only attack he's ever rolled in his life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tetros is up. Hey, let's. This has been failing for us so far. Let's just keep shooting, shooting at uh, green. Got it. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't. Does that have a get him by a chance or no? You. I, I was too busy getting gatting him. Uh, that's an 18 and a 19. Those will both hit. Yeah. Fourteen total points of piercing damage. Alright, it's looking bad. And it's gotta turn again. It's it's feeling bad that everyone's ganging up on it like this. Um, so I think it's going to take a shot at Kalexa standing across the table from it, shooting a spike at her. Um, that is an 18 to hit. 
Casey. That is a miss. All right. Got this thing on the ropes. Hand lower than the last time it shot one of those at me. <laughs> but it's a, <laughs> it was a wide fu- range. Way, way, way <laughs> on the other end of the die. I think you muted. You can't hear what I'm saying. Yep. Sorry. Um, yes. Yep. Tricky trickster. Let's go. Nope, that's a one. So as part of that, I'm going to move up to um, QQ Green and attempt to hit it, or attempt to trick it, rather, and it's going to fail. But I'm going to attempt to smack it again anyway. Okay, somehow that's another one, which seems like it should be illegal. So this dice is going away. And that's my turn. Yeah. Fair. Usually, Fair. that's how it is. I think in Pathfinder, that's what would have happened. But since it's Starfinder, it... Who can say? Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> All right, Kalexa. Uh, Kalexa is going to shoot this thing again. She is, once again, going to take the minus four to... Actually, you know what? No, I'm just going to fire once with a plus seven and hope that that does better because I get my extra thing. Okay, that is a 15 on the dice. That is a math, uh, 22. That'll hit. That is a D10, it just dropped it on the ground. Five on the dice, that is ten points of uh, half piercing, half sonic. Alright, once again, we're looking at a creature that is on death's door. Is it time for the captain to once again save the day here? So, I'm going to move action, get him. Triple checking, I can do that, right? Get him is... Move action, yep. Move action, get him. And then I'm going to level my different S class pistol. I'm going to take a shot. Oh, well, it did roll a 20. So plus seven. So that is a crit <laughs> for the 27. Nice. Um, so. Because the plus two doesn't double on Starfinder, right? Or does it? Yeah, no, yeah, it does it, normally roll, right? Yeah, I was, I was just checking. <laughs> if that, no, it's if good to check that out. <laughs> that would be tight, but no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it stays. It doesn't double. The modifier stays on. Um, I don't know. Does anybody know? It should double. Everything oh, okay. doubles, like the weapon specialization mod. So that would be 15 points of damage with a 6 and a 5 off the die. And it has an arc, so I can arc and hit Tetros if you want it. Um, if you like. You're free to. to. Tetros is my friend. And he and I have a deeply um, mutual 
respect-based relationship at work. <laughs> That's what I hear. Um, well, once again, <laughs> with firing the only two shots with his uh, service pistol that he's ever fired that <laughs> I can remember, he executes a second <laughs> QU. <laughs> just absolutely nails it right through one of its heads and it actually knocks the head into the other head and just falls in a splatter of weird misshapen parts. We are out of initiative. Empirically, no one can disprove that I can kill anything in one shot at this point. Well, 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 look at you, Captain. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real Thutin Stanley. That's what they say. I don't know about everybody else, but I took a real beating in that fight. Uh, could we maybe rest for ten minutes or so and catch our breath? Perhaps that wouldn't be such a bad idea. I'm not feeling so great myself. My luck has persisted, and I have <laughs> not been hit any time so far. Um, it's pretty tight down into the single digits on my stamina. <laughs> <laughs> on your stamina? Aww. That's cute. I'm in a zero <laughs> stamina. Ouch. You got into your no. HP? Yeah. Because we didn't heal after the fight before this, right? How uh, how far into your HP are you? Nope. No. no, we didn't. Oh, that's right. You got hit in that one. Yeah. Uh, about halfway, 22 out of 34 is how many points that I have. Okay, so you're down 12. Uh, I, you know, after I take a 10 minute rest, I could, I could heal, top you off with a field dressing on your HP. Works for me. So, yeah, Tetros will... Uh, also, because the beauty of biohacker is you regain your stamina and then you get your biohacks all back. <laughs> what flavor is your field dressing? I've been meaning to ask. Ranch. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> no. You know, so you'd think that. Ranch. But, but uh, yeah. It is actually Thousand Island. Oh, see. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's a that's bold choice. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So after um, a few minutes when you can rest in here and regain your stamina and recover a little bit, patch some wounds, um, where are we looking from here? Everything's gone amazingly well. I think we can all agree. Lysander's been dropping his gun for the last 10 minutes, trying to learn how to spin it around his finger. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Are there any more doors in here? I don't see any more doors. Um, the, there's just the one door back out of here. Then there was a door to the north still, and then several ways back out of the elevator and everything. We should probably... Feral. Allow me to tend to your injuries, uh, and he'll do a field dressing that only gets you back eight, but then he hands you a serum that will give you back an another five, so 13 back. All the way up. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Tet. 
appreciate that. Accent is all over the place, as I mentioned previously. <laughs> the stress of this whole situation is surely an influence on anyone's fleshy accents. <laughs> I, as a machineman, remain un... I'm sure if you were to listen back to everything I've ever said, you wouldn't <laughs> notice a single difference. <laughs> he said, Jeff is not confident that's true. I'm trying to think about what's the most fleshy accent I've heard. <laughs> and I feel like it would have to be like a pretty like full-cheeked like Georgian accent close to I was going to say I, I feel like he's got a fleshy I feel accent. like Orson Welles also has a very I would call his he was just his a voice fleshy. fleshy. <laughs> yeah, but he had a you could hear his voice and not see him and go that is a fleshy voice. Uh Unicron would beg to differ. <laughs> Well, write in with your thoughts on the fleshiest accent you've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, let's head north. <laughs> I think we said this is a hallway, right? But I don't know if we're supposed to know that. Yeah, you you have seen schematics of the hall, so you know this is a hallway which has a door that leads back into the biology lab, and then it loops around the sort of outside of this deck. I guess we'll follow that all the way down. If you follow the long and uneventful curving hallway along the space northern side, it does end in a set of double doors. Pop a quick listen. Your Lysander singing Follow You Down by the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> follow us down. What's that song? Oh, that's only a 14 for me. That's stuck in my head. Uh, I got, if I can do math, uh, 25. Yeah, 25. 18 plus 7. Kalexa can can hear something shifting down there. They, it sounds like there's something moving in there. Could be more of those little cute guys. Could be more zombies. Could be anything. Better, uh, be careful opening it up. Yeah, I, just to be safe, if I think it's cute, shoot it. I don't care what you think. I'm clearly uh, negative correlation of um, judgment to experience here. Let's right open then. the door. If it's cute, we'll shoot it. Sounds good. But only if it's cute. Uh, opening the door uh, reveals a oversized room. On, on one side is a large metal desk with a terminal on it. Sits at the end. Um, the machine sitting there appears to have been smashed. There's a double door across the room um, over here uh, leading back to a hallway that <clears throat> heads back towards the elevators. There's a double door down here that would lead to the simulated environment where this an active environmental module, but it's probably just empty space. You all know that now. Directly across from you as you enter this room, though, is... Well, it's an oversized creature born of nightmares. Let me just oh. pop this bad boy up on the screen. Um, oh, no. Its body is like that of a 10-foot-tall chartreuse crab with a vast and smiling lamprey-like mouth and countless twitching eyes on its legs. 
and seven huge semi-translucent blisters pulsating on its back. <laughs> and now that you look at them, five of these blisters have something floating inside them. It's something I think the horror washes over all of you at the same time as you realize that those pink blobs floating in the blisters on this creature's back are brains. Brains. And as you open the door into this room, you all hear in your heads, The void yawns, ever hungry. The monstrous appetite of our empty darkness knows no end. You must not fight it. You must feed it your terror, your elation, your flesh, your very existence. Embrace the nothingness willingly and with overwhelming joy. Those who have not yet embraced nothingness, whom we call the Nessient, they require our assistance. We can help you, enlighten you, provide you and your ignorance an invitation to the banquet of all creation. The void is hungry, children. No more so shall avoid its consumption. Um, might be time to roll for initiative. Uh, so what did Lysander get? 14 for a 17. And how about Tetros 5? 17 for a 21. Um, Kalexa? Uh, Kalexa got a 19 for a 27. And how about Farrell? Another 14 for an 18. All right. I'm going to sort descending. Kalexa is up first. That is just my for figuring out what this is, because I as a player am almost positive I know what this is, but Kalexa does not. And she would probably never have seen one of these before. But I'm guessing that it would probably be life science, and I only have a plus one in that, and I'm not trained. And it requires training, so she cannot try to figure out what this is. So instead, she's just going to freak out and shoot it. Uh, so she will use her... Uh, she'll start off by using her uh, move action to um, make it her target, and then she will fire a shot, and I think I'm technically in melee with this thing, with how big it is. I think if you might just a, be. Uh, yeah. Which I didn't think about that, but I'm not going to take back saying I'm shooting. <laughs> Um, its attempt to bite you is a um, 23. That is a hit, unfortunately. Um, that is a 15 damage on the bite. Okay. And then on my shot, oops, I just hit add instead of subtract for that damage. There we go. And on my shot at it, that is a 21 against KAC. Uh, 21 hits. All right. Eight on the die, so that is 13 points of damage, uh, half piercing, half sonic. That's not very nice. And that will be her turn. All right, Tetros five. Oh, you know he's got to take a peek. Leveling his custom micro lab at this creature as a move action. 
That's going to be a auto 34 life science. What is this crab worm? Does that identify the Neth Al Ghul? <laughs> well, while Jero might know what it is, I don't think Indrofins have ever before encountered a Neth Al Ghul. Uh, so, you, while you don't have a name for it, uh, you can ask a question about this thing based on what uh, Tetros 5 can determine. Oh, um, oh boy. Let's just go with special... Uh, do we want to do abilities or attacks, gang? What do you think? Uh, be the better nasty things in both, so I would say whatever Tetros thinks yeah. is more uh, relevant for him. Abilities, special go abilities. Go Tetros. Um, well, the main special ability of this creature is that it appears to draw power from the humanoid brains that are stored on its back. It uses them to enhance its knowledge and its uh, physical abilities as well. Um, it gains bonuses based on the number of brains it has, but in addition, it, when it is not full, which in this case it does have two open blisters, uh, it takes penalties in the form of negative levels. Uh, these negative levels are never permanent. They go away once it gets more brains. It can collect a brain from any recently dead creature if it needs to um, with a coup de grace attack. Um, the other special ability that this creature has is it appears to have a modicum of spellcasting ability in its weird alien form. Oh boy. Well, uh, does it look like the brains are targetable? Um, I would say that they would be a pretty tough shot. Right. It's not really easily removable from it. I've just I played some video games, you know, where I gotta break those brains and then yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I believe we found the crab worm monster. And he will shot and attempt to apply a basic inhibitor. Uh, that is a 22 against KAC. Uh, 22 hits. Ooh, uh, max 8 piercing and its AC is reduced by 2. For seven rounds. All right. Well, that should make things easier, and that'll take us to Feral. Feral was all was all set up to try something new, and then realized that they are still very much in melee with this worm crab. So I was going to go for the old classic. I will say that you probably didn't actually run into the room directly into the creature. I when would you opened also the door. say that. I would also say it. So, so yeah, if you I can are, take a step back. Yeah, you're perfectly allowed to not be in it, literally inside it. <laughs> Yet. They're riding it. <laughs> um, okay, and your brain is going to be part warm. of it soon. But. A lot of step back. Um, that was a no five on the die for that, so that's going to be a sixteen, which I don't think is going to do it unless it's a negative four CR. I hope so. <laughs> That'd be the day. Sadly, no. It has a higher number. 
17. 17 to hit. Actually hit it this time. Uh, seven, 17 KAC or EAC? KAC. 17 won't do it. That doesn't sound good, yeah. Even with the minus two? Even with the minus two. Well, uh, that's my turn, and I'm done now. All right, Lysander, the killer of q use. <laughs> this is a little, little above his weight class, so he's going to start by saying, There it is, the worm and crab. Shoot your gun and stab. Get him. So get him. <laughs> and, uh... You know what? I'm going to try to demoralize the thing. Why not? <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that could happen to me besides it breaks my brain? I rolled a nat 20 for 36. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you have intimidated the Nathalgu. Wait, you can't Do just you say that. What does he say to it? How many QUs <laughs> I have executed <laughs> summarily? And I found them cute. I don't find you cute at all. So I'm certainly going to shoot you in the head. <laughs> that's, that's the sound of him blowing over his gun for the people at home and not in the call. All right. It is <laughs> weirdly intimidated by Lysander. Um, let me just check one thing. Um, yeah, so gonna harvest my brain now um yeah it's gonna stare at lysander who just you know scared it pretty bad uh, and i do need a fortitude save oh sure not a reflex so that would be it. is this broken hold on don't look a gift horse yeah, in the it, mouth it says 1d20 <laughs> No, you're just rolling well. It just likes you. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. For people at home, that was another. That was another nat twenty. So that was a twenty-two. So I stare it back. <laughs> so you're feeling very, very hungry, and it's it's starting to get distracting. But nothing in particular happens at this specific moment. And Kalexa's up. Okay, Kalexa, now that she already has this thing marked, is going to take a guarded step back so she's not firing from directly inside its mouth anymore and is then going to take a shot at it again. Uh, that is a 7 on the die, so I'm assuming that is a miss because that is a 14. A 14 total? It's, yeah, that's not going to do it. Yep. That is her turn. All right, Tetros. All right, we're unlikely to succeed, but can't can't help it. Just got a full attack. It's so juicy. So two uh, needler pistol shots coming at you. Pew pew, and they both miss. I had to. The hands were tied. End of turn. All right, Feral. It looks scared in its weird alien horrible way. Right. Well, let's see how it goes. Uh, that is a natty 19 plus 11 for a 30 stealth. It's tricked. And then hopefully this time Roll we well on this it. attack. Hey, that's another 19 uh, for a... It's 
something plus. It's going to be all those leads to the attacks. Roll 1d6 plus 8. Excellent. Max damage on that one. And then roll 3d8. Not as maximum damage on that one. 14 plus 14 is 28. Is that right? No, that can't. That's going to be 14 plus 14 mm -hmm. is... Four times seven, yeah, which 28. is 28. Yeah, good job. Good job. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. Budget. It's looking hurt. Um, awesome. That's it's, my turn. It's looking like you've really injured it. Great. Love really injuring it's things. Also, it's probably mad. Oh, that's fine. All healed up. Can't do anything. All right, Lysander. Uh, so one action, get him. Yes, keep up our assault. Um, I'm going to do you like a QU. Um, just waving his gun in the air. Um, so that's a move action. And then I'm going to move action, pull out a frag grenade. That is my turn. Which brings us back to the creature. And the creature is very upset to have been hit so many times. So it's going to turn its attention to Feral, and I need a Fortitude save. All right. That is, excuse me, a 12 plus uh, Fort. Wait for it. Uh, 14. Now, the hunger that's just been gnawing at you this whole time, it feels like it's just getting into your brain. It's making you forget things. It's like parts of you are being crowded out by this need to feed. But it's not just food you want, though. It's oh, everything. You need to consume everything. So the way this manifests is you're going to move a step down that poison track that you're on, which is the uh, wisdom poison track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. You were, I believe, Was weekend. I'm now impaired. So, that is an additional minus two penalty on um, all wisdom-based checks. No big whoop. I'm sure there will be no will saves or anything like that anytime for you to yeah, worry no. about. All good. All right. And um, that's its turn. It just made you a little hungry. No big whoop. Uh, Kalexa, you're up. All right. Kalexa is going to shoot this thing again. Uh, other interesting stuff I could be doing. I think my only feat is to like build a wall to hide behind that isn't related to my weapon. Yeah, that's the only feat that's <laughs> not related to my gun is I can build a wall to hide behind in one turn. Uh, so I am just going to shoot this thing again. It's got a decently high KAC, so I'm not going to fire twice. Uh, that is a 24. 24 hits. Right. That is only a 4 on the die, so that is 9 points of damage. Not too bad. Chipping away. And Tetros is back up. Yeah... Tetris sees things are going pretty well, so he is going to he's gonna move around to the 
east of the creature, which is gonna go through its threatened space and probably provoke. Uh, yeah, it's gonna try to chomp you on the way there, unless you're doing an acrobatics to. I don't thing? think that's a thing anymore. Oh man, that's weird. Well, it gets a lot to chomp you. Um, like a, another 33 on that Okay. Chomp. All right. All right. I'm chomped. All right. That is a 17 chomp. Yikes. As you pass by that big lamprey-like mouth. Yeah. But see, now I'm flanking with that pistol whipping feral. Uh, yep. Thank you for uh, blowing that picture up. Much obliged. Uh, and then with the, uh, with the spear, going for a, yeah, stab. Oh yeah, Maddie 19, uh, with, with flankage and stuff, he's, you know, that's where 27 blood with the get him. <laughs> Sounds like a hit. It's also, I believe, flat-footed from being tricked this round. Oh, hot. Uh, well, that is 10 points of piercing damage. And now I'm in melee if it tries to do any right. spell shenanigans. All right. It's looking very upset now. And Feral, you've got the flank. You tricked it once. Trick you once. Trick you once. Trick you twice. That's not nice. I don't know. I'm not good at rhymes like Zach. <laughs> uh, and that's only an eight die, which I believe puts me at a 19, which is less than 20. So for regular gun smack, um, that is a 19 total. So that is going to be uh, 26 to hit. Uh, yeah, 26 just, hits. Just the teeniest bonus on that one. An unarmed strike. Improved unarmed strike. Uh, 12 points of unarmed strikeage. It's been struck unarmedly. It's not very happy. It's looking very, very sad between the tentacles. Oh, so, Lysander. He's got a grenade. Um, so he is going to aim at this intersection because that has a spread of 15 feet but a range of 20 feet so I'm going to take a range penalty so my thought is I'm going to throw it right here alright so that's going to be just a one range penalty so that's just going to be a negative two to my throw against like I don't know AC5 or something because I'm just trying to hit a square um, so that would be uh, oh wait for throwing that would be a three but Minus two, so that would just be a plus one. But hey, I rolled a 19. It's really loving me tonight. So that frag grenade hits that area. Now, remind me, because Pathfinder has ruined grenades for me, do I have to wait a whole round for this to go off, or does it explode? I just explodes, think it right? just explodes, yeah. That's what I thought. It's, it, it works as it should. So <laughs> as it should. here is... Um, that does four points <laughs> of piercing damage. It gets a reflex save, right? To I think so. 
I don't know what the... I know that's the case in Pathfinder. Well, I have no idea. It only got a 12 on the reflex save because it, it's a giant crab monster. Too many so lights. It got a little exploded. A little exploded. And that's... Uh, oh, wait. That was my... And so get him. That was my move action. They're almost dead. Let's crack this crab. All right, well, the Nathalgu is getting very, very upset, so it's just going to start chomping everybody around it. Um, instead of making you hungry, it's going to feed its own hunger. Let's start with a chomp on Feral. That is a 34. 34 is so many high. Uh, 17 damage on the chomp. And then Tetris, Tetros, it was actually a 30, I, I forgot the minus 4. Um, uh, how's a 27 sound? Uh, like the number of bridesmaid dresses I have in my closet. <laughs> and also a hit! That's a deep cut. Um, less damage, only 13 um, damage this time. Neat. As it... Just does a quick side-to-side -side double chomp in desperation as it's really, like, just drooping brains out everywhere at this point. I know that feeling. Oof, hard to say. Uh, Kalexa is up. Kalexa is going to shoot this thing. <laughs> Taking a really amazing turn. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, that is a nat 20, though. That is a yeah, skull is on my die. That is exciting. Uh, so we said we are rolling twice or doubling. I immediately forgot again, despite the fact that Zach got nine of these earlier. I think we're double, doubling. rolling once and doubling. Once and doubling. And do I double my uh, extra yeah. five thing for my thing? Okay. Double that money. Uh, ugh. That is only a four on the die, though, so that's... 8 and then 10, so that is 18 points of damage. Which is technically higher than I could have got on a normal roll, but not by much. The Nathalgu, um, anonymous though it may be, crumples to the ground in a pile of chitin and brains. The blisters pop, and the brains turn gray as they lose circulation in whatever horrifying alien goop they were in, and they just sort of flop down to the floor. We are out of combat. So, this was the thing then. It it cer certainly seems so. It was definitely talking about hunger more than anything else we've run into, and that seems to be a running theme here. Uh, are we still hungry after it's dead now, Sam? Does Pharaoh just eat all those brains? I was just gonna say, it's like um, that's you right. Yeah, you're definitely still hungry, and um, yeah, Pharaoh, those brains look. Like obviously you wouldn't eat brains, but like obviously why wouldn't you though? Really, like, but but they could. I mean, they already had yeah banana brownie brain bash goo tubes. Like why wouldn't you? Just, just eat sure, sure. Uh, right. Uh, just a quick temperature check. Just a quick pulse check of the room here. Uh, how would we feel about divvying up these here brains? We would feel. To what end? Good. We would feel for, oh, I don't know, 
distribution, consumption, food. Yeah? These are not part of a continental breakfast, which I was under the impression the only thing that you eat. I do love a continental breakfast, but you know, they have all sorts of things now. Cereals it's a cranial and breakfast. milks. Do not eat the remains of this creature. Okay, but I'm getting the read no. <laughs> I love a snack, something feeling quite peckish. <laughs> just, a, just a tiny piece. Just for classic, <laughs> like your roommate's cooking. Just, just a little you know. bite. <laughs> uh, did Feral go into their HP with all those attacks, or they still have... No, nobody's, nobody took HP damage. Cool, cool. No. So, that's horrific. I hope that's the only... Thur hope they're a tholo horror not part of a group any of you ever seen anything like this thing before I mean none of the planets we visited had anything like this I wonder if it's from whatever that thing is making the heat I'd never seen anything like it is there anything else perhaps Oh, we never just... saw, when we approached this ship, we never saw the, like, original thing this ship went to look for, right? The weird heat signature in the middle of empty space. Right. Yeah. That's still weird. Yeah, as far <laughs> as you know, you haven't... Yeah, there's not, like, a big planet here that we see anything or anything. Right. As far as you know, you haven't gotten close enough to whatever it is to even figure that out. Yeah, you... you listen, just... Just a little bit, not too much to start. Just a tiny taste. I'm, I'm third fine. I mean, I'm not the medical officer, but yeah, the brains are. I mean, the brains oh, are here. Wonderful, great. Okay, yes. Um, now, is, is there anything to search in this room? Does this look like there's? I know that it's a basically environmental module that doesn't have anything going on. Should we anything to be gained to be looking around? Um, it it doesn't look like there's much to see, even the computer in here has been smashed and so for doors we're looking at one that's kind of to this little situation northwest yeah a little storage closet kind of door there and then um, this door into the hallway there at the back of the room and not these things down here right those are weird wall things ah yes Fowey check the closet Perhaps there's unspoiled brain in here. Ah, wonderful. Yes, let's check the closet then. Bop. I'm just going to bop on in. Yeah, bopping. Popping open the closet here. It looks like it's just a normal storage. Um, there's just shelves of various administrative supplies and um, papers and tablets and things, but nothing super interesting. Nothing edible. Sorry. I long to put an end Time. to these hunger games. Thawi. <laughs> As do I, friend. Shall we check through here, then? Yes. Uh, opening the door into the hallway reveals a hallway, at the end of which 
is um, a door leading back into the elevator, but there's also a door on the south side that, you know, leads down to the other labs on the southern side of the deck. Let's go through those southern doors. Let's do it. It's another hallway. Wow. On the southern end of this particular hallway, you've got a uh, door, a double door going further south, and then a single door that arcs off to the southeast. Lysander is through the door. Feeling himself so much that when I put him down on what I assumed to be a corner, he just went straight through the door. Yes. Popping open the door to the Xenobiology Lab, you see several chairs sitting before work tables containing unusual tools and equipment, different sorts of microscopes and scanners, tools for dissections and such, while a row of doors line the curved southern wall. The illuminated sign above each of the doors indicates that they're not currently in use. It seems no specimens have been stored in here yet. There's a door that leads off to the east and then, you know, the other doors that you hadn't gone through. There's This is a wall of doors, but you already know from the signs that these cells are all empty. We check wow. every one of them anyway. <laughs> Painstakingly. Isn't everything. So you know no, biology is like Tetros's thing, right? Is that not? Am I forgetting this? Yeah. Is, is there That's anything he gets super... to auto roll a thirty-four when he does it? Is anything to jump out at our xenobiologically inclined friend? No, it looks like an inactive lab. Nothing really going on in here right is now. Is there like uh, a computer or anything in here that might list like if they did have test subjects? Like I'm thinking maybe that's where the little teddy bear guys came from or something. Yeah, sure. There's definitely computers in here. If you want to hop on, check anything out. Yeah, I think Alexa will try a computer unless Tetris wants to try one. Uh, we could both uh, try a different computers. Okay. Uh, 12 on the dice, that is yeah. a 23 computers. I think 23 is, is good enough to unlock one of these workstations. Get past somebody's password. Maybe they have it under the keyboard. Classic <laughs> Andrafa, just yeah. storing it on mm-hmm. post-it notes under their keyboards. Um, and it looks like... With that uh, zip tape. <laughs> It looks like the experiment roles and um, data collection stuff is kind of waiting for them to get samples. So most of it's pretty open, but there is a like a notepad program open. It looks like one of the scientists um, was just like writing observations or thoughts in there. Um, that's about it on there. What does that say in it? Anything important? <laughs> It wasn't a ship. Not by any standard we'd recognize. It wasn't a machine. It was alive. Like like a great worm, but it could move through the vacuum. It didn't need to be pressurized. They say they don't know who opened the airlocks, and, and that makes sense, because who would open doors to that? I can only imagine what it must have been like for the first of us to see that mouth spewing them out. The... I, Crabs, I, I I don't know another word for them. Crabs as large as elephants with ravenous jaws and, and I don't know. There's nowhere to hide. That's the end of the entry. 
I know too much Pathfinder lore. I don't know this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but I was really hoping that the the director of janitorial services was <laughs> when he was saying invaders was maybe just I don't know slurring. But I'm good to know that there are multiple yeah. um, brainy steelies on. Yeah. Yeah, and Kalexa will call everybody over to look at this. Uh, guys, this uh, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to read this. It, oh, this is so bad. I wonder then, are they speaking of the heat signature they went to investigate? Was something living that spewed out these terrible creatures? Or maybe the thing that tried to dock them before? There, yeah, that they a... thought was a stealth spaceship. It it sounds like now it was some kind of living thing, and it sent a bunch of those monsters like we fought in here, and they must have they must have been what did this to everyone. Though, so, our mythin. We should find if there's any more survivors and then leave quickly. This is horrible. He has lost his false bravado from executing a couple <laughs> creatures. Um, but we should maybe also proceed. Yes. Time is not on our side. Quickly, quickly. It's me about the head out message is not only that it said there was dozens of them but the size sounded like even bigger than that thing we fought yes oh, is this where we're going okay yeah just yep. i didn't I see anybody else door. go through the door we're in the void um opening up the eastern door leads you into a room where the air is unusually warm and moist and a thin pale vapor of mist is clinging to the ceiling causing the lighted panels to diffuse and become muted condensation runs down the walls along with a riot of unusual brown and dull green vegetation the moist thick stem plants and vines grow out of long earth-filled troughs along the walls while a tall column of plant matter extends like a tree trunk from a circular planter in the middle of the room to spread a network of vines along the mist-shrouded ceiling. The low humming sound of the machines required to maintain environmental purity fills the air. There are numerous easily recognizable fruits and vegetables growing in here. Many of them are past their primes, as no one's been here to harvest them, but others seem perfectly good should you fancy something to eat. Oh, yes. Yeah, Alexa's immediately going to go find a piece of fruit that doesn't look like it's overripe and start eating it. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. And the the food tastes good enough. It doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it. It's always just like a little bit disappointing that it seems like no matter how you eat, you you can't get full. And while everybody's in here and um some of you are, are eating the vegetation grown on the ship. Uh, Unity does chime back in. I cannot contact the contingency AI. I am completely locked out. Activation has likely failed. I suppose mm. we ought to be concerned about that. Yes. 
is, is it the strangest thing? It feels like I've eaten and eaten and eaten so many fruits and still nothing. I'm still quite famished. I mean, maybe it's like our metabolism in space is higher. Mm, I don't know. I keep true. eating these pluots. But Love we, a should, pluot. we should continue. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, I suppose so. Whole, Push north. That whole thing with Unity's got me uh, a little worried, but I'm sure once we're back on our ship, we'll be able to contact everyone just fine. Yes. Petros would, while well, his companions are eating. Just real cash. Do a scan of each of them and see, does it seem like they're progressing uh, in their challenges? Tetris doesn't know that Feral, you know, failed a fort save. And, you know. Yeah, I think it, it becomes clear. Um, I mean, you have your lab attuned to all of them so it, you can pretty quickly see that uh, Farrell's infection has progressed he'll just kind of file that away thanks let's go in here yeah the last room on the floor is another door kind of on the north side of this little uh, hallway north of the greenhouses anybody want to burst in Let's burst uh, in. Yeah, sure. Burst in. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. So stepping into this room is like it's stepping like into a jungle. Troughs of water I'm line the walls, in, and so. misting machines fill the air with tiny aeros- aerosolized droplets. Dozens of different types of plants hang from the ceiling and are mounted on the walls, growing away. There's a light smell of rot in the air, and you may notice that about a third of the plants aren't doing so well. Uh, fruits that have grown from them are overripe and split on the vine. A few leaves have gone yellow and brown, and some more aggressive species are crowding out the neighbors, and like there's definitely a bit of a, a powdery mildew infestation going on in here. Like there's just not enough air movement between these plants. Somebody's gotta do some pruning. This lab has clearly been neglected. Um, oh yeah, and uh, someone mounted a big cannon in the back of the room, just pointed right at the door. That seems wild. So, um, who was it that opened the door? Uh-oh. Uh, it was Kalexa. Uh, I was well, going to say it was 26 hit... <laughs> Does a 26 hit your oh, no. KAC? Or EAC? I'm sorry. Uh, 26 does, in fact, hit my EAC. <laughs> um, well, that is uh, 13 fire damage as the laser just automatically fires at whoever comes through the door. And, um... Ow. As you're staring at a gun pointed right at you in space, no one can go to bed. Space night, Sam. Giant laser gun. (laughs) And Sam. Good night. Night, Nethel. I'm sorry, Lars. I'm afraid I can't do that. So, what can you do? I can play this awesome guitar solo. Pot Against the Machine is property of Network Against the Machine, LLC, all rights reserved. Starfinder and Pathfinder are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website, paizo.com, for more information. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. I come from outer space. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. Yes, I'm an alien. I came to rock this place.
Thank you to MC Lars for our theme song for episode 100, Space Game. We encourage you to check him out at patreon.com slash mclars. Additional sound credits are available in the show notes. As always, if you like what you hear, we encourage you to leave us a review on your pod chaser of choice. Audacity that I use to record these waveforms. 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 Hello, Craggles. Totally didn't forget any of the times. Don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. Uh-oh. There we go. I'm back. Don't yeah. worry. Spoiler alert. That's Did recording. you turn on Christ in the merch channel? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's the only place you should turn on. That's what the fans really want. <laughs> the version of Craig is going to have an ad in it, and we're not going to know why. <laughs> you still got to oh. roll your attack roll. Yeah. Plus eight. Nice. Is it still up? Should I keep rolling? Three, D, eight. You gotta roll the attack roll. I did. Oh, I rolled it in. What's it called? Um, You rolled the trick. But But that's the trick, Sam. You tricked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I rolled. I need to roll the attack roll. I see what you're saying. Got it. Yes, I did roll the trick attack. I mean, not the actual attack. Oops, almost knocked over a monitor in my rage.